you know, social media and stuff is like, you know, like you were saying, like 999 people are, are going to support you in silence. Yeah. They're going to like your videos. They're maybe just going to watch it. Yeah. It's just going to be a view. Yeah. But that one, two, three, four, yeah. five people are going to, you're going to see that hit. It's exciting. I'm excited. This is the very first podcast that we have done in here. Like, that is so exciting. You know how exciting that is, Nationers? We are here live in Spokane, Washington, ready to record the very first podcast of the realest podcast. It's a tongue twister. Like, you can't say that 10 times fast. You legit could not. It's it's insane. Like, the, the entire work that we put in to this uh, is insane. We, we've got the photo back here, the, the mixer, the two mics. We've got a whole bunch of lights in here. It's semi-hot in here, so we do have a window open. So we, uh, I would advise you uh, to not comment, oh, there is so much static. It's, it's the wind. It's outside. You may hear a few cars here and there. We may shut it. Who knows? Um, they don't typically come up on the microphone, so we're probably going to be okay. Um, but beyond that, our guest today. He's a man of many hairstyles, a master of the backflip, and damn, he is one of the hardest working people I know. Everyone, welcome John Watkins. Thank you. Thank you. The only one clapping, but hopefully you're clapping at home too. Our very first guest, John. (laughs) Happy to be here. I'm glad. I'm glad, dude. It's exciting, man. Kind of got to see the journey a little bit, you know. I guess today... um, Gonna just kind of talk about you, kind of learn a little bit more about you, see who you are, talk about any funny stories you have, my friend. All right. From Sela, my friend. Yep, Sela, Washington. What's that like? What's it? What is it like down there? Um, well, contrast to here, it's like it's more desert. Okay. More desert over there, sagebrush, no yeah. pine trees. Yeah. Um. Fairly similar to Spokane. It's right next to Yakima. So yeah. It's basically like the suburb to Yakima. So yeah. basically like the Spokane Valley to Spokane. Yeah. Right? But a little yeah. bit smaller. So. Sure, sure. I went to Sela 2018, if I'm not wrong. Mm-hmm. For I went well, I was in Sela. I told you I told you this story, but for those who don't know, um, I was in Sela uh, and it was funny because I was like I remember staying with like this family, the Andersons. You know who they are. they they were the P, uh, the mother was the PE teacher, if I'm not wrong, correct? And uh, when I like heard Sela, it was like one of the first like kind of stories that I that I had told John, um, just because it was like my only experience in Sela at that time, yeah. and yeah, so I was down there for a, a leadership conference, and we stay at like all these weird like well not weird families, but we stay at these family houses, which sounds weird, um, and so that's basically how I kind of got into Sela, and I didn't really know because like in the morning you're like super tired and groggy, and then at night you don't know where you're going and you just see signs everywhere and you're like, well, I guess I'm at Sela. Yeah. Yeah. I, it yeah. It's pretty cool. I went there during my road trip. Um, I was with a friend from uh, Ike and we went down to that park that has kind of like that turf. Uh, it's, it's like brand new. I don't, volunteer park. yes, yes. I saw yeah. you there when you were back home like a month ago and I was like, it, or it might've been like an old video um, that you post on your Snapchat and I was like, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, you, I think, 
I don't remember what you did in the thing, but it's like this kind of like rubbery surface like they have downtown now. So, yeah, like what 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 is like something to do in Sila? Like, is there anything to do in Sila? Mm, well, yeah, uh, there's quite a bit to do. I mean, in the winter, there's a lot of hills. Like, it's like yeah, just in case in like a valley. Yeah, and so I mean, it's the Yakima Valley. So sure. Well, it's not the Yakima Valley. Yakima Valley is like there's Sila North. Okay. And then there's Yakima, and then there's the valley, and that goes all the way down to cities okay and so around yeah. there's just valley a lot of hills and so sure. during the winter um people like to get out and go sledding um there's white pass like okay yeah yeah, yeah. Away. and so i personally i snowboard so okay there's sometimes snowboard i didn't get to go this year sure. but um people go up there a lot get season passes go up yeah a ton like every weekend yeah um in the summer uh it just gets really hot. Yeah, yeah, I could imagine. Stay inside. Yeah, uh, yeah. Go to you know Moses Lake Water Park. Oh like sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People go there. Um, we have the Yakima River, but it's not yeah. really used for swimming. No, it's more um, like uh, rafting, like or just like yeah, floating right. down. So yeah. In between, it's called like uh, Ellsbury Canyon. I don't know something canyon. Yakima yeah, River Canyon. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, and so it's just between Ellsberg, Sela, and it's just a river that just. Oh like, yeah. Um, snakes through a valley. Uh, yeah. And so there's a cliff jumping spot there. We go there. It's called Pac-Man. Okay. If you're ever in Yakima, I suggest you go check okay. it out. It's, it's pretty cool. You hear that? If you're ever in Washington and yeah. end up in Yakima County, or Yakima to be specific, go to that place, Pac-Man Cliff? Pac-Man Cliff, pa- yeah. Like Pac-Man, like nom, 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 nom? Yeah, okay. yeah. It's, happy. it's also called Happy Face Cliff. Oh, okay. There's a um, big old Pac-Man on the side of the cliff. So oh, you'll be able to, t- be able to oh. tell if you're rafting. Through. Gotcha. You'll you'll um, basically see it. Yeah. Okay. But there's times during the year where it's like unsafe to go. Oh, so like too low or too high? It's too low. Okay, yeah. that makes and, sense. Uh, so, and like in the spring, early summer, it's really cold. Yeah. Um, like, and like wind can get going through the valley, mm. so like you can yeah like, freeze out there. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of cliff jumping, you're you're a pretty avid cliff jumper, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, the yeah, I was uh, one of your friends took a photo yesterday. Uh, he's a photographer. Um, I, what's it, what's his name? I don't remember. Aiden. Aiden. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He, he took a photo uh, like on his photography account and, and you were doing a backflip. I want to say it was at the at the cove, right? It was at the cove. Yeah, it was. yeah. Yeah. Because I when we when I was up at the cove with you guys, um, me and you were the first two to go up on that on that 50 footer, if not higher than 50. And like. You're just insane, dude. Like, you did, for anybody who doesn't know, like, or is never cliff jumps, like, it looks easy. Like, that cliff looks like it's 50 feet, you know, from the water. It looks like you could just jump off and you're fine. You know, but when you're up there, for for those who don't know, again, it is scary. It is very scary. Like, you kind of get, like, the, like, gut-wrenching feeling. And I imagine you've cliff jumped, like, a thousand times, like, it's probably just like something that you do a lot or like enjoy, you know? Yeah. 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 Maybe not a thousand, you know, especially. Yeah. Who knows? Who's counting? But, um, (laughs) but, um, at the Cove, one thing that, uh, I really admire about you is like to do something that's like not so normal. And and I kind of preach this. Maybe I don't practice it all the time in in the same way. Um, you know, I always say like, be great, be different. And, And I think like, you've kind of always reciprocated that back to me. And it's just always like, yeah, like, dude, like this is the guy that I'm rocking with. And so while we're at the Cove on this 50 footer that like, like you made it look so easy climbing up there, bro. I was like, like on finger on fingers, like trying to get up and you did a backflip off this 50 footer. I don't know what it looked like because I wasn't watching, 
Insane, dude. Insane. What what, what was that like? <laughs> um, well, the first time I ever did it was last uh, fall. Okay. Um, and it was like the highest backflip I've ever done before. So you, you're saying you've done a backflip off that already? Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. That, that wasn't the first time. Oh, wow. Okay. So I'd done it before, and I think that was like the first time I had done it this year sure like this spring so i didn't yeah. done it since like september yeah. of 2020 good half year yeah and so wow. um i don't know i just i i had done it before like in the summer sure. of 2020 yeah i jumped it and then i went back home and i oh. started like i went to like pac-man did it back yeah. off that okay there's a place called rimrock near yakima yeah. where it's actually a place to go okay near yakima yeah, uh, yeah. rimrock like um, there's like a, a bridge to jump off of. Okay. It's fairly safe. And yeah. then people just paddleboard and sure. there's fishing places yeah. and stuff like that. And so that's real fun. Um, For sure. I started just jumping off higher and higher cliffs, like doing backflips off higher cliffs. Yeah. Um, and then like finally I hit the, the cove and the first time I go there, I just jump off of it. Sure. Just and like normal, yeah. ju- kind of something that I did. I yeah, just jumped exactly. off it. Yeah. And then the next time I came back, I was like, you know, maybe I should backflip. Well, yeah. I saw someone do like a gainer off of it. I was oh, like, dude, I wanna, dude. <laughs> I want to do that. Yeah. And so I just like built up going higher and higher yeah. and higher. Yeah. And then I did it and it was like, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. You don't see a lot of people doing that. Like, no. I, don't know. I just find maybe it's just like, it's not that I want to be different. It's just that like, uh. I think it's fun. Yeah. I find fun in, you know, like jumping backwards off a cliff and yeah. doing a flip. I yeah. Don't know. It's, yeah. It's fun to me. It's a different experience than just like running and jumping, yeah. you know. I would even say it is hard as I mean a backflip's not super hard when you're 50 feet up. But I would feel and I, obviously I've never done I've never done a backflip off like something that high. Um but I would imagine because when I jumped off like it felt like I was jumping for like 5 seconds. Like it felt super long. I imagine since you're turning, you're rotating, right? You're rotating over your yourself. That it wouldn't feel as long. Like you just kind of like yeah. jump, and then you maybe have like still you're still turning, and then you just go straight and you're right into the water. You know, yeah. because your mind like times it for you. You know, yeah, you don't like spin too you're fast. You're more, foc- more focused on the flip. Yeah, like getting over, and then your I don't know your instinct is to like um, check the landing. Yeah, and so you're just you're just focused on that. You're not really focused on like. The hang time. Yeah. You're more focused on, like, you know, saving your life. And yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah. Not dying. Not, and not dying, like, guy flopping. Yeah. Like, yeah. Belly flopping and just, yeah. like, hitting feet first. Sure. And so, I, yeah. I don't know. I find fun in that. Yeah. Because, like, when I go to, like, trampoline parks and they have, like, you know, like, a raised platform or something, you know, like, and you do kind of, like, or, like, a, like, if you've ever done, like, a, what they do in gymnastics where they jump and then they kind of, like, like slow and then they tumble. It's kind of like that. It feels like, like when you're kind of going, you kind of like just flow and you're just going and then you just land and you don't, I guess you don't feel that rush. Like, do you feel that rush? Like other, like the wind rush that is, um, sometimes on like the way down, once you've, you've gotten over okay, and then you're just heading down and you're like feet first, you can kind of, you start to feel like sure hitting you. And then like, once you get in the water, then it's, then, then it hits you and you're like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. You know, crazy. Yeah, because, like, right as I jumped, it was just, like, I was just, like, literally feeling, like, the entire world just, like, crash against me, it felt like. And so, it's it's a really weird feeling. Um, you know, I've there's, like, one on Riverfront Park, or not Riverfront Park. There's one down the river here. Like, if you just take uh, Wellesley down, and you take the, the, the road down, you, you kind of come up to a lot where people, you know, uh, dock their kayaks or rafts. And... and there, there's like a little area that we kind of go throughout the summer, um, that 
has like a shorter platform jump and then they have a higher platform. I've never done the higher platform, surprisingly, because the, the landing zone is so narrow. That's all it's, it? It's probably it's probably like the one a little higher than that one that we were stationed at. Like right next to it. Okay. It's it's probably like maybe like three or five feet higher than that. It's not high it's not super high. It's so like around like twenty five. Yeah, I'd probably okay. say I'd probably say a good twenty five. Yeah. Yes, I'd probably low twenty two. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not high. Um, but the target zone is so small that it, it kind of gets a little sketchy. And some people are just like, oh, I'm jumping. You know, I'm like, yeah. I'd rather, you know, like as much as I would like that experience, I want to make sure I'm like fully safe, you yeah. know. Yeah. Like I wouldn't bungee jump with like only one cord on, you know. I'd rather have all the cords yeah, on. Really, so it's, you know, yeah. Sorry, so. Yeah. Would you ever go bungee jumping? Yeah, probably. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know. Um, I mean, there, I had like an opportunity or like there's a good chance that I was going to go skydiving and I was like, kind of like yeah iffy about that yeah it's just kind of like oh i don't yeah. know like thinking about it, like my my hands start to sweat I'm like, yeah you're like uh, <laughs> i don't know if i want to do that yeah um, but then i'll go like jump do off something like that cliff and yeah it's like, i don't know it's it's more like i'm more comfortable doing that sure because like i feel like i've done so many like lower backflips and stuff like that like yeah. i don't know it's um i say like the first time you do like a higher backflip it's like it's kind of like a little scary you're just yeah. kind of like the the fears kind of overriding like your instinct yeah you might mess up like the first time I did like a, a higher backflip like over like twenty feet yeah I just like land on my back oh well, uh, wasn't like I didn't land on my back but, but kind of like, kept I st- going I almost in. did but then I like I dropped my foot so oh. that my foot my foot hit yeah. first but I still like made a huge splash and it yeah. still kind of hurt my yeah foot, so. yeah but then like once you get comfortable with it it's just kind of like okay yeah, like, building a little confidence with what you're doing it's confidence yeah. yeah yeah because like even like I mean it's not hard like after that first jump that I did. I would go back up and there do it again, you know. Um, like when I was on my road trip, Julia had uh, Julia and her friends knew a spot like on the on the river. I don't know what river it was, but because there's like three there in Leavenworth, and like there's a cliff on one side that kind of is like more overarching, and it's not really cliff based where it's like flat, shallow on the edge. It's not like an edge; it's more like a mound, and you just kind of have to keep jumping far out. You just have to just clear. Yeah, you. Just, I mean, you have to just go for it. Um, but it's not as high as the other side. And the other side's really hard because you have to climb via like rope. Mm-hmm. So you have to like climb with the rope and it's really weird and it's really sketchy. So, like once you, you go, go once you go up, you gotta go yeah, down. It's kinda like it's kinda like the cove. Like, yeah, dude. The cove is that big cliff. Like, yeah. I mean, you're, coming down. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I had struggled getting up. So imagine like getting down, dude. I'd like fall off the cliff and yeah, you'd have you, to come you rescue go up me. Again, like you'll it's a lot easier like this. Yeah, like the yeah. first time I went up that, that big cliff, yeah. I was, it was like took me like minutes oh like sure yeah just to scale it yeah. yeah i mean it was pretty difficult for me because yeah. like it's like there's not a grip you kind of just have to weight yourself and just hope that your foot or hand doesn't slip yeah. so it's uh again just that confidence aspect yeah yeah and then the thing is like with skydiving like i, don't, I have no clue no clue about yeah. it like yeah not confident in it and so it's like i'm more comfortable doing like cliff jumping than i am that sure no like um even though you're like a guide or something yeah, like, a, know, yeah. like i'll have a guide who's like done it like you're you're riding tandem with you know somebody who knows what they're doing and you know they know when to pull a shoot you know but it's like it's unknown to me yeah like i uh, the one thing for me is like i like being in control and and i would like to know what i am fully doing you know like like in skydiving obviously i think there's a level of expertise that you kind of just have to learn and like cliff jumping like obviously you're kind of doing you're doing that willingly you know and like, I guess this kind of relates back to, like, track for me is, like, when it was, like, triple jump and long jump, I wanted to know the entire puzzle piece and know how they fit together. But then 
when I was training, I want to learn one puzzle piece at a time and I want to play one puzzle piece, but I know what the entire picture is, you know? And so like when we're doing a certain workout or doing a certain drill, I want to know how that fits into this puzzle. You know, it's like a thousand piece puzzle and I, you know, start with the edges. That's the fundamentals. And you start filling a certain area that you know is very comfortable and you, you're like, oh, this has a little bit more white contrast and then this one's a little bit more darker. So I know that 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 lighter color is going there, you know? And so you start placing those puzzle pieces and you keep building that until you build a full picture right. and you keep doing that, you know, it's just sections and sections. So yeah. it's just like that. What was, so, um, you're a 400 runner. Uh, what's your fastest time for, for those listening? Um, fastest time. Um, so in high school it was a 50.59. Uh, that was junior year. Didn't have a senior year cause of COVID. Yeah. Um, come to Spokane. Uh, I broke 50 for the first time yeah. running like a 49.85. Okay. Um, at Whitworth, big surprise. Yeah. That's all we raced at. <laughs> yeah. And then I finally got it down in our last meet to 49.65. So okay. I broke that barrier. Yeah. And I'm just, just want to get faster. Yeah. So what? Not, not the, not, not the, the not the mountain yet. Yeah, yeah. It's not the pinnacle. So what's the, what's the, what's it like training to, to break 50? Like, um, was it easy? Was it hard? Did you find a lot of tribulation with it? Because it's like a barrier, you know, like jumping over mental 20 barrier, feet. Yeah, yeah, like it's a very mental barrier, especially the 400 where you're, it's a very strategic race. Yeah. So what's that like? Uh, training for it, it's um, it's just like, uh, okay, so like I heard, I heard like a top cross country coach. He's the coach for, I don't know if you know, but it's Newberry Park down in California. Okay. Where Nico Young ran. Okay. His yeah. brothers are running. Yeah. And then, um, couple other good runners one that went to colorado i can't really remember his name sure um but so he has this kind of like thing that he says and he says that like 420 I th- it could be 420 420 is not fast 420 as in like in the 1600 oh yeah the mile yeah like, the 16 like, uh, he says like that's not fast mm-hmm. because like if you say that's fast you're gonna you're that's gonna, you might get there yeah and like it's become it's gonna come like a mental block like oh sure 420, like that's it like yeah you gotta think that like 420 is just, like, a stepping stone to get sure. faster, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Um, and so if I say, like, in my head, it's like, oh, 49 is so fast. And then I get there, and it's like, yeah, I, it's just like, it's you got to take it as, like, a stepping stone. And yeah. so I tried to have that, because in high school, it was, like, 49. I thought yeah. that was, like, 49 is yeah. fast. I get to college, and it's like, 49 is, is not fast. Yeah. But it's just a stepping stone to get faster to sure. like where I want, like, um where like I can be, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. Like, so it's it's more or less it's it's not a like this is the end all. Like it, it's more of like a setting a goal to kind of reach that maybe this season and keep catapulting yourself and and it's more of like a leverage to continue to exactly. break more. Once so. I get there, it's like yeah. What else can I do? Like because I thought this was fast, but I know it's not fast. So like I know I can go faster. You know? Yeah. What I'm so like, like in high school, like I ne- sorry. No, you're but good. I never got to 49. Like I got 50 points. Yeah. Or yeah. 55. Yeah, because yeah. you were you were edging that fifty for a while. Yeah, and then a few Whitworth meets in. I uh, did you break it? You broke it at the Whitworth meet the very first time, and then you ran it again at the War meet. If I'm not wrong. So this year I ran it at the first Whitworth meet, and I ran like a fifty-one okay. seven, I think. Okay. And then I didn't run it for like three meets in a row or two meets in a row. Yeah. I just ran the two hundred. Sure. And then we got to the War meet. Yeah. In kind of cruddy conditions. Yeah. Um, but for the 400, it was surprising. Like, it was pretty fast. Yeah. There was a couple of PRs there. It was sure. a season record for me. I okay. I like a, a 50.8. Yeah. Um, in those. Like, literally less than a second away. Yeah, yeah. And so, so. I was like, 
in those conditions, like I know I can go faster. Yeah. Like, it gave me confidence. Yeah. And then I think the next meet, that's when I had, that's when I broke it. It was like, yeah. um, I can't remember exactly what meet it was. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it had it would have had to been one of those Whitworth meets. It might have been even been the the Vandals meet, but I feel like you'd done it before that. Uh, so I went I went forty nine eight five, and then we went to Idaho. Okay, very good race. Yeah, I mean the like conditions that. there were. Eh. Yeah, but yeah. I know I know I could have. Yeah, like I had the confidence that sure. I could have done it, but um, I didn't get that much sleep. Le- the night yeah, before. yeah. The thing is, is like I'm not gonna have any excuses, but like, um. It's like a realignment of it, what it you're doing, like priorities. I, yeah, yeah. I yeah. know that I could have done better because before the race. Yes, yes, exactly. So yeah. like, I know I could have prepped before better. Yeah, and so I wasn't like, oh, it's because like you know I only got four hours yeah, of sleep. Yeah, exactly. You know? it's, yeah. be, it, it's not because I only got four hours of sleep. Yeah. It's because I didn't, you know, have a good pre meet. Like, yeah, I didn't. I didn't allocate enough time for myself to have a good enough pre meet. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I didn't. I ran like a fifty point seven, fifty point eight, yeah. something like that. And then I dropped back down to 50, uh, 49. Yeah. Um, yeah. Say, uh, I, I mean, I guess relating that to, like, YouTube, like, I guess for anybody starting, like, when I first started in 2014, you know, like, 1,000 subscribers, even 100 subscribers is a lot. And it was a lot harder to gain 100 subscribers back then than it is now just because there's a lot more people watching, if that makes sense, and a lot more people kind of in tune with, certain content and, and kind of what they can expect. And, you know, like when I first started, like a hundred seemed like an eternity, you know? And like when I first reached my first hundred, like they always say like you're, you're, um, once you reach a hundred, your next a hundred is a lot easier, you know? And it's the same thing for a thousand, 10,000, you know, a million, because you just, it, you have to build momentum and you have to build leverage. If you do it correctly, you know, to actually engage an audience and to, um, really, really invest yourself into a relationship with your audience. Um, and I think that's a very important key, you know, and like, you know, your next subscriber is always going to be a lot easier than your, than your last subscriber. And, and for anybody listening, that is a key thing, especially when you're starting, because I think people have these high goals, you know? Um, I think what I always say when I'm streaming is like, um, the best thing you could do just kind of all around guidance is you, uh, be consistent, have a schedule, uh, and communication, you know, like imagine if, you know, I subscribed to your YouTube channel and you never commented or replied, how do you think that would make me feel, you know? And so like, it's, oh, those are like the key things, having a good schedule, being consistent with that schedule and good communication with that scheduling and being consistent in that communication. So they all kind of, you know, it's kind of like, um, a Venn diagram, but there's like the three circle Venn diagram, something like that. So, um, uh, it's very important to kind of understand. And I guess relating that to like, you know, like you said, where like, it's not an end all, it's just only a leverage and a building block towards your next goal. Um, and for me, like this last season, obviously, uh, you know, 2020 with, with COVID, that was kind of, you know, like everything's up in air, you know, every, everything is a big question mark. Like how far can I jump? How far can, or how fast can you run? Not far because it's only 400 meters. Um, and so, like, it is. It, it was very hard, especially coming into this season, you know, like, where might I be, you know? And then, obviously, like, I hurt my fir- foot um, the first meet, so that, that was a big setback. You know, we've been working since October, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. like, um, and maybe not solely on triple jump, but, like, preparing ourselves and conditioning ourselves since we didn't have an indoor season. 
it was just very hard to uh, like it's just very weird and kind of odd to think that like what is it's still a question mark you know because I'm not doing track anymore I'm not doing um you know college anymore so it's like I'm focused on this and you know this is my passion and this is where I'm dedicating my priorities and my time um now that is you know I still work out I still go to the gym every night um just kind of lifting stay in shape you know stuff like that I shoot hoops for like 20 minutes a day just to kind of at least stay active um so I guess relaying back like you had said uh cross country uh, so that was something that you did in high school for a bit yeah when, when so what's that timeline look like like how did that maybe uh relate into 400 and, and obviously track because they're they're very different because I I was a cross country runner myself you know so it's like triple jump cross country like there's not really a slap on the wrist and you're like you know so what's that like like just cross country in high school yeah like, like this how did it relay into like yeah like running? yeah how did that parlay into you know maybe your confidence or you know your your endurance you know being a 400 runner yeah um i'd say like the biggest takeaway that i got from cross country was like lessons that i learned from it okay um i learned a lot about like working hard getting through stuff yeah. because like you know the feeling when you're on like a 10 mile run yeah. and you're like seven miles in and it's like dude how am i gonna get through these three like next yeah. three miles it, it pertains to like school into like sprinting yeah. and stuff like that it's like doing a repeat and being like i know i can do it because yeah. you know like if i put my mind to it like you can do anything obviously yeah um and so like in school it's like okay this math sucks but i can do it you know? yeah because um i feel like no challenge is like hard, like that you put in front of yourself is like too hard. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Um, and so that's what I learned from cross country. But to go back on a track, when I was talking about about the bubble of like yeah, 49 to 50, because yeah. like I kind of lost my train of thought. No, you're what good. We were talking about was that like once I broke that, then like I realized that like I could go faster, and so it yeah. was that mental barrier like a 49. Once my once I that's what I was trying to get to was like I bounced back a little bit, but then once I got down into it, yeah, it's like I know I can go faster. I know like it. I realized that like you know like I did it. You know yeah. So, like what else can I do? Yeah. So that's what like you know that also helps too. I feel yeah. like that's what uh, cross country helped with too because it, um it was like running like a 5k. And yeah. It's like I don't know if I can run that any faster. You yeah. know the feeling. Yeah. It's like, and then running it fast is like, you know what? Like, maybe I can do it. Just yeah. Some hard work. Yeah. And I think the weird thing about cross country is you don't see an active time. You just see an end result. Mm -hmm. So you may come in at the first um, kilometer or first mile, however you're, you know, you time it. You may come in at a certain time, you know, that surely that's good. You know, I think in track, it's a little bit easier to catch those, you know, like you could see the, the scoreboard and you could see the clock. Um, but like when you're running, like imagine that scoreboard's off, that's cross country, but for like 10 times longer, you know? So it's, it's a very weird feeling because like what you were saying with kind of like that little bubble or at least getting over that, that, that hump, uh, that just kind of burst you through that bubble. Um, uh, when I was, I guess maybe it doesn't really pertain to me, but you can kind of see it in others. Um, you know, and you could kind of see it more in your training, um, you know, like that first day, imagine, you know, uh, summer training comes, right. You maybe took like two weeks off, maybe a month off July. You start, right. Cool. That first day is always miserable. It's terrible. You're like, okay, we're going to go through that for a three mile run. It's God awful. You're cramping, you know, in, in further years, it may be easier because you kind of know what to prepare for and you maybe stay in shape a bit longer. And then that second day maybe kind of sucks because you're sore, 
but it seems like it's also a little bit easier. And then that third day, once you kind of maybe recuperate it, it feels like a breeze and it feels a lot easier. And so then you run three miles a lot faster. And then when you, the next day, you maybe take a rest day. That next day you come back Friday, let's say, because it's the fifth day. You come back, you're running a four mile, but it's also just as easy, you know? So you're building up like a condition to that, you know? So it's like bursting through and building up just little stepping stones. You know, it may be miserable and it may be hard, but you're going to get through it, you know? And um, I guess one thing, at least um, with cross country um, for you is like, at least this is just from past conversations. Did you do it for conditioning or did you do it because you really enjoyed it? Okay, so that's funny because um, I actually saw someone talking about it like on I think it was like Instagram. It was like people who started I don't know like I think it was like lifting, sure um, for a sport, but then they fell in love with lifting. It was kind of like that for me. Cause okay, I was going into basketball. Um, yeah, and then yeah. I ran cross country. It's like, dude, if I if I run cross country, like, I can get in great shape for basketball. Yeah, I can just run over the court. Just like run yeah. all over. Um, and then I just kind of fell in love with it. Sure. Um, uh, went to. Uh, went to state a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My freshman year, I, I went to state yeah. for cross country. It was really fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had a good team. Um, I think we lost like five out of the seven the year before. And so oh. me yeah. and Shay Madsen, shout out Shay Madsen. Yeah. If you're listening to this, you probably aren't, but. Um, we'll send you the yeah, link. Yeah, we'll send, send you the link. link. Um, yeah, so me and him were freshmen, and we had to take roles as like, I think we're like the five and six runner. Okay. Like four sure. six runner. I yeah. Think I was like, I think I, I was around like the five to seven. I was in there, okay. and he was like more from like maybe the the four to six. Okay, he was I'm in more sure. that we, middle. We were in yeah. there, and so we we came in, and we actually played, like, a pretty critical part to, like, a fifth-place finish. Yeah. Day. And so it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and for those that don't know about cross-country scoring, it's basically your position is your score. So you take five runners out of the seven varsity runners, and so let's say your team goes one, two, three, four, five. That's 15 points that your team gets. So it's basically just like golf lowest score wins. And that's how you win. So let's say, you know, you get first place. That's one point. You get a second, maybe a 10th. That's 11. You kind of keep going. You have a pretty good, like, solid top 20 in the one, two, three, four. But they always say that fifth person is the person that counts the most because that's where you typically get a lot of points kind of added onto your score. Yeah. And that's really the deciding factor. So, like, for you saying that you're, like, the fifth to seventh guy, kind of depending or just varying, uh, like, is that, was that crucial for you? Like, did that motivate you at all? Honestly, like, like I said, I was, I was honestly doing it for basketball. Sure. So I didn't, I wasn't that into it. I was just at the time. Like, yeah. Yeah. And so like the, the further the season got on, the sure. more I realized like how crucial a part of it. Yeah. Is. Well, I mean, in reality, like everybody on the varsity and like the, um, like the people, I feel like it's more about like the people who care about it. Yeah. Like, if they're willing to put in the work, you see that, but like the JV kids, like at the bottom, who like, yeah, kind of just like doing their uh, thing. Doing their thing yeah. Like, or respect them. Yeah. Like, you know, see that thing, they're like, working. Yeah. And like everyone yeah. who like wants to put in like the work yeah. and just be there for the team. Like, I feel like that's a real crucial part. To yeah. The team. Because if you feel like you have like a little family, yeah. Um, I feel like, uh, one of the biggest things in cross country, I'm sure you guys probably yeah. heard it too, but it was like run for each other. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a big. It's it's very cultural based within the team and having a good chemistry. You know, like in basketball, chemistry is passing. It's it's you know alley oops in certain higher levels. You know, having just a good chemistry on where they're going to be, knowing the play. You know, same as any like football, um, soccer maybe. It, soccer is a big one because yeah. there's even more people. Um, 
cross country is very weird because you're running as an individual, but you're being scored as a team. Yeah. And that's the same thing with track. track yeah. It's the same thing. You get scored uh, very individually, but that is your contribution to the team. So uh, scoring is very, very individualized, but it, it does matter. And that was, I think that even saying, like you're saying, like run for your run for the team, you know, um, and that's just, you know, obviously working hard and, you know, obviously seeing those who are going to put in work and, and that's, the practice stuff, you know, when it's time to compete, that's when you compete and even drafting off people, you know, your teammates, just knowing that they're right there always helped me yeah. j- just because it's like, well, these guys are hanging with me for these two and a half miles so far. Let's kick it in for this half this last half mile. And, and that's get a good, you know, uh, score, you know, and let's finish strong with a good time. Um, because there's a few meets, especially dual meets in two a, um, especially varsity races, uh, I, I mean, you're in a 2A classification as well. So a lot of these, unless you have like some stud athletes, but those typically are in the 4A, 3A. You're, you'll get a few in the 2A that are just studs. But the hard thing is you get very stretched out because there's not a lot of depth. So your top seven guys, you may have somebody at 16 minutes in a 5K and then somebody at like 18.30. That's a minute, that's two and a half minutes of 14 people, well, seven people at least. And you could imagine what the other team is like. So you get very stretched out, and it's very hard to run alone without having somebody right next to you. So, like, when it comes to state, I never ran at state, but when it comes to, like, the district meet, because that's where you typically have more teams and more people, that was always nice for me um, just because you can actually compete with people, you know? Like, like in track, like, imagine – it's really hard, like, especially at some of those Whitworth meets when you're running with, like, four other guys, you know, that maybe are fast and aren't so fast. You get kind of a little weird extrema there. Um, especially early season because some of the top-notch guys aren't running or at least maybe training for something else at that time and getting prepared for it. Um, but, like, even jumping, like, it's so difficult when you have four guys in a flight and you're going back to back to back to back. Uh, it is kind of nice having a little bit of variety of kind of, like, you know, you, you're you kind of rising up, but you don't have somebody at 42, 45, and then 46 and 48, you know. It, it just kind of doesn't really become a competition, and especially when you don't know if you can jump 46 feet, it's just like, I'm just out there just trying to work on some fundamentals. And yeah. even then, if we were a bigger meet, I'd still be working on fundamentals, at least placing one more puzzle piece each meet. So it's, it's kind of, it's a weird dynamic, um, to say the least. Um, where do you get your hard work from? Is it, is it from cross country? Is it from track and I basketball? I attributed to cross yeah? country. Yeah. Okay. This is like, um, freshman year, um, I'm like, what was I on, like 14, 15? Yeah, 14 uh, going on 15. Just going into high school. Yeah. Before that, I didn't really care about, like, I cared about, like, sports and stuff. You cared about the things that you already cared about. Yeah, I was really into video games. Like, very, yeah. very into <laughs> video games. Um, I just wanted to play video games. I didn't really care about school. Sure. Sports was, like, it was, it was cool. Yeah. But it was, like, I just want to play video games. Yeah. I was really into, like, I don't know if you know what it's called, but it was TF2. And then CSGO. Team Fortress 2? Yeah, yeah, Team Fortress 2. And then CSGO. Yeah. Um, I was really into yeah. That was big those. back then. Yeah. yeah, um, I enjoyed playing those, and so I just kind of like it was more of like a do it or uh, or not do it for it, but like do it so I can go back and play CS:GO. Like go to gotcha. go play sports so I can come yeah. back and play CS:GO. Yeah. Um, and then once I got to high school, I just kind of like grew apart. I didn't. I didn't really have time. Yeah. Um, yeah. I got, I got more like I'd say after the first semester of <clears throat> high school. <clears throat> Sorry. You're good. Uh, 
I started to like care more about sure. my grades and stuff. Yeah. And so it was like, I didn't, I had, had, had to put that kind of the side. I had to put like the video games to the side and I learned how to work hard. Um, because like I wanted to be better at sports. Yeah. I wanted to be better in school. Yeah. And, um, and I was in cross country and that was kicking my butt freshman year. Yeah. Um, just like the workouts, the mileage we were doing. Yeah. And I learned, I feel like I learned how to like mentally, you know, be mentally strong. It's a switch of reality, you know? Yeah, it really like, was. Like, I, well, it's, yeah, it's weird because like when you're in high school, even in college, you're facing people that are four years older than you. It's weird. It's so weird. Like I was, so I'm very young. So when I went into high school, I was 14. I didn't turn 15 until like, I, I guess ended the school year because my birthday is in a few days. Okay. And so like we would always end school or at least near there, you know, like it might be like the final day is that day or like shortly after a day or two. And it's weird because you're competing against people who are top notch, who are basically us right now, maybe a year younger. Um, you're competing against them. You know, you're competing against some top notch guys. And like, I always got inspired by the hard workers around me. Um, we had, I had a teammate named Josiah Polar. He was a cyclist. And so he, his calves were gnarly, dude. They were gnarly. So he, he competed for Eastern on their cycling team. Like basically like Tour de France type stuff. Like wow. I, it was insane. It's it's not something that you'd normally see, but it was so cool. Like he was a hard worker. He was our fastest guy that year. And he was a senior when I was a freshman, so I only got one year with him. Uh-huh. But he was he was a stud. Like he wasn't like winning state, but you know, make it to state top twenty, you know, but he was just always a hard worker, you know, and very humble. And when you, like, talk to him, he's like, oh, you know, that was a good race, you know. And he'd get mad here and there just because, you know, it's maybe just, like, some, like, built-up mm-hmm. anger. Also pretty uh, competitive, I assume. Yeah, no, he was very competitive. Like, I think that was mainly it. Like, if it were, like, something that he expected but then didn't, like, accomplish or, like, he got beat at the very end, you know, like, kind of hard on himself but also not, like, d- taking that personally, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of like, oh, frick, you know, we'll get him next time, you know. Yeah. And come back into the into the training the next week, and so I I definitely uh, aspired to be like him very early on, and just that hardworking guy. And uh, there was a few others like Colton Brown. Um, he was he was kind of a hard hard knock. He was kind of like somebody who is very hard to get through. Uh, very, not stubborn, but kind of maybe stubborn. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I only knew him for two years, so I can't like be like, oh, that's him. Um, but at least at the time, you know, and, and he's a little bit older, senior, junior at that time. So he was, you know, kind of joking around with people that he already knows. You know, it was, you always kind of tease a little bit of the younger people. Um, but, you know, you never take it personally. And so I attribute a lot of my my success and, and maybe confidence to that, you know, because it like at least for Josiah Polar, he really wanted to reach that next level and continue going on. And he, he was always somebody that I always look up to. And so like, I imagine you looked up to maybe a few people when you were a freshman, maybe, maybe kind of later in, because you, you kind of said that you weren't really so focused and dedicated and really love the sport, but you just did it so you can go do something else that you really loved. Um, but I mean, you mentioned basketball. Um, so Basketball as a whole, like, is that something that you enjoy? You don't do it now, obviously, because you do track, but, like, you still enjoy it. Like, we yeah. we balled up a few – well, maybe one time during practice. Um, small ball. We did we did a small ball, yeah. me, Dylan, and you. Um, and, uh, you carried the way, so, like, you're obviously very good at basketball. Um, I wouldn't say I carried the way. You guys I mean, that a lot. Yeah, I mean, obviously, 
I think that was, was a yeah, it was a team effort because you yeah. you were very good at too. So well, thank well, you. I mean, thank I'd you. say like I I can play basketball. Yeah, um, play it quite often. But you you got a good IQ. Yeah, no, you you're you're good too. You're okay, really good too. <laughs> thanks, thanks, thanks. I've definitely gotten better like playing here. Like yeah. I like I make more shots than I miss now, which I was like. Yes, <laughs> I was like, I was really, I was really glad, you know, that I've, or it's kind of like that stepping stone. You start, you know, keep practicing 10 minutes a day. Imagine 10 minutes a day of just practicing like it little things, you know, up, yeah. it builds up. It it's adds also, up. I mean, it helps out, you know, you're yeah. fairly athletic, obviously. I mean, state champion, yeah. triple jumper. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And then, um, hard worker, yeah. stuff like that, like competitive. And so, yeah. I mean, basketball is kind of just like put it all together, put a, put a basketball in the hoop. And yeah. you say you. You shoot hoops, so yeah. I mean, combine that, and you know, yeah, pretty it adds up, yeah. yeah. And it's weird because it's like, like for me, and I don't know what this might uh, feel like to you. Like when you know that there is a next step, like does it, does it like burn in you that like you want to reach that next step, or like you see something you want to replicate that? Like I remember there was this one kid who like like somebody that I used to like back in the day. Um, she went to a new school and then like, I remember like this, she got, they were at like a summer thing and he got tagged. So, you know, like I checked his thing out he's like a basketball player and he did this one move where he goes right between the legs back and then basically shimmies it behind him. So he goes boom, boom, like behind his back and then picks up his dribble. And uh, at that point I never could do that. And then it's like, does it burn in you to like do something that you see somebody else do? It's kind of weird because track, you don't really see that as much, you know, but like, basketball at least like or talking about like finesse like someone doing a move or something like that well yeah or like you just see somebody do something incredible and you just want to replicate that you know and and maybe learn like that kind of way like i never really used to do like the the spider you know when you put you you know when you just dribble the ball in between your legs it's kind of like that i saw somebody do it my friend jordan shout out jordan and i was like i want to do that i want to do that you know and it wasn't like an ego thing but it was like something that like i want in my toolbox to use you know in just practice like this do you just want to strive for like something that you don't know? Like, is that is that something that you enjoy or like? Like enjoy like seeing someone do. Oh well, yeah, I, yeah. I guess so. I mean, it, it's kind of like track. It's like I see someone run like a, a forty five. Sure. Seconds. Like, dang, I want to do that. Yeah. But um, it's like I mean, like in more of like a, a skill, like finesse wise. Yeah. Um, like any, I mean, yeah, anything. Yeah, really. like I'll see someone do like a. I mean, like you said, like a quick dribble move. Uh, but yeah. one thing that I could say is probably take it back to cliff jumping. I saw someone. Sure. I was in. Hawaii, oh yeah, sure. Yeah. I was in Hawaii. It was like. Right before my ninth grade year. Okay. And maybe it was, I think it was ninth, eighth grade spring was what it was. Okay. Um, and so I, we were on like, we were at some cliffs. Like we yeah. had like a little like, um, it wasn't canoe, but it was like a little kayak tour. What, like, what island are you on? We were on the big island. Oahu. Uh, no, it's Hawaii. Uh, yeah, Hawaii. So it's okay. like, it's called Hawaii, I'm pretty sure. Oh, it's, got, it's oh, sure. Island. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so we're there, we're doing like a kayak tour. It wasn't really a tour. It was just kind of like go out in the yeah. ocean. And they yeah. took us to some cliffs. Like excursion uh, or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And so it was more like a kayak or like a, for like across the coastline. Okay. The cliffs to cliff jump. Oh, and sure. I saw like the guide. He did like a backflip off the cliff. And I was like, that's what, that's when you were talking about like seeing someone do a cool dribble move. That's what I thought about was I saw him do a backflip. I was like, I want to do that. Yeah. And yeah. so I learned like a backflip like on not a ground, but like we went to like some sand dunes and I like oh. was doing like trying to do yeah. like, backflips. Yeah. And then like. Um, I had um, a close friend of mine. He's still a close friend of yeah. me. Uh, Diego. He okay. Yeah. He got really into like ground flips, and so oh, I sure. kind of translated that into that. And we 
back then we didn't really do a lot of cliff jumping. Yeah. Um, and yeah. That's what it kind of went to. Like we did a lot of ground flips, um, like actually some crazy stuff on the ground. And like, that translated up to a higher height. Yeah, yeah. And so we kind then we got into cliff jumping. We got, I mean, well, at the time where we were really into just like ground flips, um, yeah. We didn't really have like a car. We really couldn't really go anywhere, so we just like yeah. go to each other's houses. Yeah. Like flip in the like flip around just like in the grass. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And then we got a car, or I got my car, and like we all were like pretty old, so we yeah. could do our own thing. Yeah. And um. We're just like you know, there's like a couple places around like let's yeah. go cliff jump, and yeah. so we like we'd go cliff jump, and yeah, so that's like that. That was like the humble beginnings of yeah. of I kind of like that flipping. I was yeah. like, I want to do that. It's funny that you mentioned like a backflip because I remember my first backflip ever. I was up yeah. at Get Era in North Northtown Spokane and I saw this like 10-year-old. Like I was I think 15 or 16 at the time. Yeah. I was pretty young. And I remember I saw this like 10 10-year-old. He did a backflip. I'd never done a backflip. I'm like I'm not letting this 10-year-old do a backflip without me doing a backflip. Yeah. So I said I said, "Okay, I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm going to do it." And then I did it. Yeah. And then my, my friend Casey and my friend Josh, uh, they had already been able to do backflips, maybe not so consistently, but they could do it like once every so often. And we started doing a lot of flips on the ground. Jo- my friend Josh is really good at like ground flips, maybe not like super duper um, technical ones, but like he's pretty solid on like a straight standing backflip. My friend Casey, I don't know what he, he if he does any backflips now since we're out of high school. And we typically did it in high school a lot. Um, but that was that kind of relating to that because I remember this ten year old kid. He's just like, "Oh, it's so easy." I'm like, "Bro, this ain't easy." Like, I'm I'm terrified out of my mind. And so we really got into trampoline parks after that. Yeah. And like once get air opened up, well, we'd sky high down here over on like Trent Hamilton. Yeah. Um, Second Harvest is there now, but sky high as a kid, oh my gosh, yeah. we go there all the time for like birthdays, and it was super duper fun. Do you have any like trampoline parks in in Yakima? Yeah, yeah? we got one. Eighth grade year. Okay. Uh, get air. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. It, it was pretty good. Yeah. Open. There's like a few good trampolines, but it's yeah. like, it, yeah. Uh, it kind of gets it boring after yeah. a while. Yeah. Um, Especially when you're spending like $20, $30 every exactly, time. Yeah. It's like 15 <laughs> bucks for like an hour. I'm like, like oh, I'm, God. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Um, but Especially when you don't have yeah. any income. Exactly. And I mean, we're in high school. It's kind of yeah. like, yeah. It's like, Mom, can I get some money? Back? Yeah. You kind of have she to ask all the time. 15 bucks for an hour. Um, but we actually had a friend who had a trampoline. So we, it was more like, we went to his house and messed around on his trampoline, and we'd actually do like um, some pretty cool tricks. Like um, me and my friends were doing like double backflip. Oh sure. Um, and then like double full. Yeah. I think one of my friends did like a triple full. Jeez. Uh, double front, just like a bunch of yeah cool tricks. And so we were really into like um, just like all those flips. And stuff. Yeah. And I mean, um, a lot of people made fun of us because it's like sure. you, you need to join the cheer team stuff like that. Oh my like, god. The but it's like. I, I, that's why I kind of relate to you where like people see like your YouTube. It's like, why do you, why do you do that? Like, yeah. Um, and so that's why like, I respect you. Cause I kind of saw like a little bit of that in you where you just kind of like do your own thing. Don't really care about what other people think about you. And that's where I kind of learned like to not really care about what other people think about me was like, the, like doing the flips. Like people like make fun of you. It's like, making you like flipping around. It's like, I find this fun. Why, yeah. why wouldn't I do it? Like, why do I care? What it's you cool think? too. Exactly. Like I, so yeah. I see that in you where it's like, you're, you're documenting your life and stuff like that. You're, you're putting, you know, your life out to your fans mm. and, you know, like people are going to criticize you. It's, yeah. it's inevitable. Yeah. It's like how the, the world works. And so like, you know, I've heard stuff about me just like, well, just like, it was like way back then. Yeah. I don't really listen to it anymore. Sure. Obviously. Um, 
uh, and I, I'd hear them, you know, just like say that stuff, and it's like, dude, like I don't care. Like, yeah, you're not doing anything. What are you doing? Yeah, one of the biggest things that I've heard is like I wouldn't take advice or I wouldn't take criticism from anybody. I wouldn't take advice from. And that's yeah. one of the biggest things for me yeah. is because if I wouldn't listen to your criticism about something that I do, I wouldn't take your advice either. Um, and so it's weird because like when somebody, you know, like text me or something, um, like, um, I'll talk, there's a few people I just haven't blocked now because I, I could care less. Like I, I see some, yeah, I just block. I'm like, okay, cool. Like I'd rather just get them out of my life and I haven't heard them from them since, you know, it seems like they don't really care. Yeah. And so the one thing is like uh, it has been on a few occasions. Uh, I won't name any names, obviously, but names names. <laughs> there's a there's a few people, you know, like they're like, well, this person is, like always talks like crap about you, you know. I'm like, oh really? Yeah. I'm like, I've never heard it. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, somebody on a motorbike or a ATV. Yeah. I don't know if you guys can hear that on the podcast, but yeah, I can hear it. Yeah, I can hear it as well. But yeah, like a few people did just say like, you know, things are behind your back, but you never hear it. And it's just like shocking. Like, like, I'm just like, what? Like, like, who the heck cares? Yeah, you know, I feel like it's more like, I don't know. They just got some struggle within. Themselves. Yeah. But I wanted to ask you. Yeah. I'm going to ask you a question. But like, yeah. yeah, I mean, you kind of already answered it. But like, has there been moments where like you hear people talking like crap about you, yeah. like your YouTube stuff, like the way that you, you, um, I don't know, like post every day on TikTok. Yeah. Uh, post it on your Snapchat. Yeah, well, one of one of them was from the TikTok stuff. They they had mentioned like, "Can you keep this stuck on stuff on TikTok?" I said no, and then once I, I saw I heard the, about this, dude. That's I, what I was gonna ask you. Yeah. I wanted you to talk about it. Yeah, like, so so I, I heard about it from like another perspective. I want to sure. hear it from your perspective. Yeah, so there was somebody who had mentioned like, "Can you keep this stuff on like TikTok?" And I'm like, "No," I didn't elaborate on it because I don't need to. I just don't get it because like. So you have it on Snapchat, right? They can't just skip the story if they don't want it. They can just yeah, they get, yeah, like, yeah. They have to go out of their way. To I've had a lot of people on add me. Really? Yeah, because Snapchat's weird because it says like you get like a random person in your uh, when you're having oh, notifications. It, it tops, it, yeah, it, like says like pen. It's like the, yeah. the gray arrow. Yeah, it pops up at the top. Right? Yeah, but yeah. it's so weird because it happens like super randomly, and yeah. it's like I never messaged them. It's and it acts like I messaged them like five minutes ago. It's super weird, or like I just added them and I've never talked to them. Yeah. Super weird, but I added them in like 2019. Okay. It's really weird. So like I get a few pendings here and there, and I'm just like, oh, okay, cool. Like yeah. I, I could care less. Like yeah. if you don't like my content, you don't like my content. Um, and surely it's just my life, you know. Like you can engage with it, you know. And surely. I can make like a private story, yeah. you know, but I'm just sharing my life with, yeah. with people who I do and don't know yeah. on TikTok and slash Snapchat. And like beyond just that, like YouTube, um, uh, like early on, um, I was really, really excited about it. Like eighth grade, I was telling like all the teachers, like, Oh my gosh, I made this. Remember the, uh, ice bucket challenge, the ASL ice bucket challenge. Yeah. Bro, I made a video for our cross-country team. It was just, like, of everyone just being like, hey, I nominate blah, 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 yeah. who, who, who. And, you know, they dump it. And, you know, I made, like, this sick video in, like, YouTube studio, like, when they their editor. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I made this sick video. It's got, like, a, it's got like 85 views, you know. Like, I, I thought it was the, the sickest thing back yeah. then. And, you know, like, surely, I don't know if anybody, they probably did. Who, heck, if I care. I didn't know about it. But, like, I remember that. And then it's weird to like think about like when I moved on and then maybe I felt a little bit of that criticism. Yeah. I was like, hmm, maybe I should stop. And like 2019, um, 
like early 2019, I dropped like my first diss track after uh, like one of my friends had uh, made a song called YouTube Money, and you know it, it was playful. Me and Jack, it was playful. It was super duper fun. It was just kind of like, you know, just throwing shots at each other just for fun, yeah. nothing serious. And then um, another person um, who I've known for like ever, um, he lives like not too far from here. So if you ever know my address, don't don't knock on anyone else's door. Um, he I I heard from one of my friends Jacob that he was writing a diss track on me and I was like I the reason I have no idea I think he wanted to do it for fun and then he like did it and then I fired back a little bit more personally and then I think I was kind of like the catalyst to a lot of the problems that happen and then you know there's a lot of people um that chirp around like oh your music sucks or like blah 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 like I mean it's a start I don't know how to produce at all you know like yeah like well it's like think about it like this YouTube boxing stuff think about it like this boxing stuff oh dude I want to talk about that think think about it like there's a lot of people Logan Paul Jake Paul a lot of this YouTube TikTok stuff boxing um you know, especially more of the Paul brothers, you know, like when they're saying they're like not real boxers, but like the people that are saying that have never been in the boxing ring. Dude, one of the things it's that weird. I was, was after the um, Floyd Logan Paul yeah, fight. Floyd, yeah. The Floyd and Logan fight. Was that like on Twitter? You use Twitter? Yeah. Yeah, okay, I'm so pretty avid too. I started using Twitter a little bit more. Sure. Um, I got like in a little bit more into it. Like kind of, at first it was just kind of, I got into like the home page. It's just like a bunch of, yeah. BS. I'm like, yeah. I just follow, I follow people who like inspire me yeah. and follow people I know. Yeah. And so like, I'd go on to like, I don't know, Jake's, um, his like account. Twitter. And, yeah. Like, see what he says. Cause like you can find just like millions of threads on his dude. The, the freaking comment sections on those are insane. Yeah. And so like the more like the, the comments I saw like on there, it was like the one thing I noticed was that like, um, it just it was just a bunch of people that didn't know boxing. It was just a bunch mm-hmm. of people who like they they I don't it's, know they just they, they just have an opinion. It. And it was like I saw people like saying like, oh, how did Floyd win? Um, Logan threw more punches and like the, you know uh, the, the flurry and the, the <laughs> yeah the flurry at the first yeah they, like yeah like, he was he didn't get a single hit on him. No, but he threw like eight just yes, to hit exactly. one. Yeah, I don't even think he hit one. No, I don't think he hit him, but I, you I try. Yeah, you try. Um, you try to throw as many as you can just to get one, especially like, on Floyd. Were show, saying that like. Like, he should have won because of that. It's like, bro, he got no hits on him. People <laughs> were like, what do you mean? There were so many hits right there. It's like, you don't understand yeah. boxing. Yeah. I don't understand boxing, but yeah. I can tell. I mean, like. Yeah, I'm, especially, like, with putting your weight on somebody who's, like, 50 pounds yeah. heavier. Like, for Logan to be on Floyd hugging him, like, literally, like, a third of the time. Yeah. You know you know how tiring that's probably got to be? Yeah. Like, have you ever had some, like, Brooks? Has Brooks ever been, like, like laying on you for, like, like a dog pile? Have you ever been in a dog pile? Uh, Those scared the lights out of me. Being at the bottom of dog pile, being one fifty, with Brooks on the nah, very top. I, know, I, don't think, I don't think I've ever made contact with Brooks. But shout out to Brooks. Yeah, dude, like those scare me. Like, imagine how much weight that is. Like at the end of like a celebration, like you won yeah, the Super yeah, Bowl, yeah. or like it was like an epic goal in soccer. You know, uh, it's insane. It's insane. Like how much weight that is, yeah. and, and for like somebody fifty pounds heavier than you to like be on you for almost you know eight minutes. Um, being a third of the time, that's insane. Yeah. That's a long time, you know. So it was like, also only eight rounds. And yeah, so like Floyd's used yeah. to like I don't know ten to twelve. Um, yeah, but I, I'd say like I watch a little bit more martial arts. Yeah, I watch like, MMA a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I'm not just martial arts. I don't like boxing, Muay Thai, yeah. Jiu-Jitsu, yeah, like to watch Taekwondo. Stuff. Yeah, I watch a lot of MMA. Obviously, yeah, I watch UFC boxing, a lot. I love, yeah. Uh, do, you, do you have any like favorite boxers or something like that? Uh, uh, Canelo Alvarez. He's one Canelo, of my favorite, yeah. dude. He's so technical. Just like you can never hit him. 
Yeah. Uh, Ryan Garcia, I like watching him. I don't, yeah, I don't know too much about him personally boxing all the time, but I watch Canelo like all okay. the time. Yeah, um, yeah. So like I say, like I know a little bit more than like the average person yeah. who doesn't watch boxing. Yeah. So like I've watched yeah. like a little bit. I understand like what a what a proper hit is. Yeah. And it's so, like just to see the like, technique. People, yeah. Going back yeah. to like the Logan fight. Uh, yeah. Logan Mayweather fight. Um, like just the, the people were saying like. He, he was getting hits, and it's like, I didn't see the hits. I can't tell if these people are joking. I, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, it's, it's hard. It's hard to tell. Yeah, that's what I saw on, like, yeah. Jake's was, like... Comments are ruthless. Like, did you not see the fight? You must have not watched the fights. Like, I watched the fight, and he didn't get a single hit on him. Yeah. Um, that's it's insane, like, it's yeah. Like, it's it's, it's hard. Yeah. Be, taking uh, credit, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, I imagine they don't read their comments. Like, Joe Rogan said this on his podcast. Like, he says, post and ghost. Post and ghost. Yeah. You know, you just post and just let whatever happens, happens. You, you know. can't really read that stuff. Yeah. Because, like, so many people, like... It gets mental. Yeah, it gets mental. So many, like, I don't know, perspectives and stuff. Well, and, it, like, and it feels yeah. like it becomes reality. That's the hardest thing for me. Like, when somebody says, like, your videos suck, your video, <laughs> your your music sucks, it feels like it's reality. It makes me feel like everyone thinks that same thing. Yeah. That's the hard part for me. And it's weird because it's like, I know it's not. You know, and like when I started streaming a lot more, when I started doing a lot more when it comes to like making content and then like people saying, oh my gosh, I love the vlogs, you know, like keep this up, you know, it doesn't feel the same. It's like, I don't feel when somebody says something positive that makes it feel the same as if somebody said, you know, you know, something bad about me. It's weird because there's a, there's a weird saying, I heard this in the low, uh, the impulsive podcast. Um, and the recent one that they, the post, the post fight, um, Sideways towards the mic. You're good. You're fine. You're fine. Yeah, I was like, you've sounded good. You sounded good yeah, the entire time. I was, I was worried that like maybe. <laughs> no, I you're wasn't good. Like going straight into it. You're good. And so the one of them was like, out of a thousand people, nine hundred ninety nine people like what you're doing, like your you know stand up or like your musical. That one person, that one yeah. person stands out from everybody yeah, else. Yeah. Um, people focus on the, the you know the hate too much. Yeah. Sometimes. The the um, negative side of that. Yeah, but what, it's I mean, hard. It's hard. What's that like? I think about like when I think about like you know social media and stuff is like, you know, like you were saying, like 999 people are, are going to support you in silence. Yeah. They're going to like your videos. They're maybe yeah. just going to watch it. Yeah. It's just going to be a view. Yeah. But that one, two, three, four, yeah. five people are going to, you're going to see that hate. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, like, I don't think it, I mean, I don't say it affects me it, anymore. It affects you anymore. Yeah. So like, I just think that like, if you continue to be yourself and do like what you do, you will find your people. Yeah. And like, you will find what's like you want to do. You will be happy in life if you, don't like be a people please pleaser and like do yeah fit into the society I'm yeah like, i'm not trying to like yes yeah. like no no it's like, just a it's a different perspective to say the least yeah. uh like early on like i like in 10th grade this is kind of when i started really getting my confidence yeah. like ninth grade we had like this blue uh like blue versus pink we had uh what was it the gender uh battle of the sexes mm-hmm. so we had pink all, all the females wore pink all the males wore blue um, and like I wore, like I used to wear tie dye all the time. It was cringy, but there was this one, um, that day I only had one blue shirt. It was like this quarter button up and it had like a collar. Okay. I felt so self-conscious wearing that like to school. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like everyone's going to see that I'm not wearing tie dye. You know, like I look weird in this. Like it wasn't like super bad. Like it was just like something you'd wear to like a graduation party. Like, some normal stuff, you know? I thought that was, like, the end of the world, like, for me. And it was so weird because, like, now, like, like, you know me, like, at practice, I'm wearing the same thing every day. I don't care. This is what I do. 
people say like, why don't you take it off? Because I don't. I mean, I'm one of the people who said it. I was like, hey, why don't you ever like? It's like 90 degrees. And no. And not 90 no, degrees. no, 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 no. And like, I know it's like not a personal jab. And like, I like I have my my shorts on. Yeah. Like, shirt off. Shirt, yeah. Shirt yeah. Off, it's like it's hot. I'm doing a workout, yeah. and this dude is. In in short shorts, uh, black pants, a long sleeve, and a hoodie. Yeah, and it's like, and it's like I'm chilling. Like, uh, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just, I mean, it's just how you, you know. You. Yeah, it's just me, and yeah. so like, it's weird because it's a weird dynamic between like that like self conscious side and what I used to be. Yeah. And like when like tenth grade, like this one person, Jade, I forget her last name. I keep I, I keep forgetting her last name. Um, I should have looked it up before because I might I knew I might talk about this today. Um, Jade's like like. She was like, I don't remember if she texted me or we talked about this in person. I'm pretty sure this was in person. And I'm like at my locker or something and we were talking and she said like something about like, do you care what people think? I'm like, or like something we got to the conclusion or the result of me saying, yeah, I just really beginning to like not care what people think. Yeah. Like, I just don't really care. Like, maybe there wasn't always a rhyme or reason behind it. Like, I have a lot more just kind of, like, backing and support to that reinforcement of that idea. Um, so it's it's different now than it was back then, but it's only amplified. And so I don't really care what people think. Surely here and there, bits and pieces along the way I cared, um, especially when I was posting, like, a lot more cringier videos. Like, I look back at the videos, I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe I even posted this. Yeah. Um, and now I kind of have a lot more, like, value to it. And, and you know, I imagine there was a – bunch of videos back then people were like eh, i would never watch that yeah. and, and like on my recent video um which i which i recorded in this room of me like making the biggest decision of my life you know not to go do track anymore and, and focus solely on this yeah. um i didn't know i kind of expected that it would be a big deal but i didn't know how it would turn out like the comment sections were amazing like anybody who commented on that video had something positive to say like it was it was just kind of reaffirming yeah. like kind of what i already envisioned yeah. you know and like as much as i always say like i'm gonna prove the haters wrong or like you know like, i'm gonna show them wrong like i just don't have any haters so it's like how do i prove them wrong you know because all these haters are silent right now and so i don't really know like like i can't be like oh my gosh that guy just said that I'm going to prove you wrong. I'm going to actually go do that. I'm going to go actually reach my goals. But I just don't have any of those people like, at, uh, you know, right now. So it's like weird. It's a weird dynamic because I say that, but then I can't actually activate on that. So it's yeah. really weird. It's really weird. Have you any, have you ever had like anybody just like attack you? Like not physically, but like, like just a flurry of like text or something. Not really, bro. Honestly, no? like, um, I don't really like to engage in that. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, it's, I, I don't know. I don't post often. I don't really talk to a ton of people. Sure. Um, I just kind of like, I don't know. Uh, I'm not too good. I don't know. It's not that I'm too good. It's just that I've never really wanted to like put myself out there. Sure. It's not that I'm scared to. It's just that like I don't really want to. Yeah. Yeah. Like say like, so my friend Diego, he's like yeah. content creator. Yeah. Um, he yeah like he's a TikTok. He's like, yeah, K, half a mil. Yeah. K, yeah. Yeah. On TikTok. Um, you guys went to 20, Miami. Uh, yeah. 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 20k on 20k plus on yeah, YouTube. Uh, yeah. And I, I filmed a lot with him. You did a scooter one with the dumpster uh dumpster shot. You were on the scooter and he hit you with a tennis ball. I watched that. That was funny. Wait, I don't think that was me. Was it not you? No, no, no. Oh, okay. 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 You were in the bathroom it though. Like, it was in the bathroom of like uh and you were pounding on the door. Yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah. one was funny. That was yeah, funny. Yeah, I liked your hair in that video. Thank like you, the droopy you. kind of like hair yeah, right to the side. Like, I liked I it. Know. I liked I just it. Have, I've had a lot of hairstyles. You had. I want to talk about that, but continue. Okay, so like for him like 
he's asked me, he's like, do you want me to tag you? Like, do you want credit? And I mean, from the start, it was just kind of like, no, I don't really want yeah. to. I don't, I don't want like, I don't want a ton of you. I don't really care about the followers. I don't really care about. Yeah. A tag like, just like, Hey, who's this is who's in the video kind of yeah, like yeah. thing. It's just like, well, the thing is, is I've always thought about it like a lot. It's like, I only want the people on my social media that like, you know, that I know, you know? Sure. Like, yeah. 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 I have a private account and it's like, you know, I'm gonna let people follow me. Like, yeah. If I yeah. Know him. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I don't know. It's just like, I don't really care about all the, the tons of followers. Yeah. It's who just don't? Yeah. Like, it's my life. Yeah. And I mean, like, if you, just know. like a Facebook. You, you know it's say, yeah. Right? Yeah. No, because it's just, like, it's just like those, like Demi, like Harley, like you let them follow, but like, let's say somebody random you met at the track it's meet, like, maybe, well, maybe, maybe, not, yeah, maybe, like maybe not. Yeah, really depends. Situation. I don't know from a different city. It's like, yeah, why it's like somebody from Mon- Billings, Montana, you know, he yeah. might not know and like follows you. Yeah, yeah. So because like, I know your account your account's on private, so, so like yeah, because yeah. I remember I had a follow request. Because yeah. you know, you know, I I've mentioned this before to you. You know, like I just started unfollowing like a bunch of people. Yeah. Like, and it's not like any discredit to you. Like I'm gonna still treat you the same in real life. You know, a follow is just a follow. Yeah. And people, you know, like they, I feel like they overthink that. Like the social media. Like if someone follows them, it's like oh, they must not like me. It's like maybe yeah. just because like you don't post or something like that. Yeah, and the, and, and for that was the same reason for you and Demi. Post. You know, like yeah. I I I mess with you guys heavily. You guys just don't post, you know? Like, I still yeah. keep up with you guys, what you guys got on Snapchat. You it's know, Demi like, and his cars, you yeah. you go into the Cove a lot, doing a lot of funny stuff with the, wa- the soda. That that was funny with Brooks, with the soda. Oh, yeah. You guys said that was yeah. funny. That was funny. No, and yeah, so, I post more on, like, Snapchat. Yeah, like, yeah. Instagram. Like, what you posted la- this week when you were at, at the river. Like that. It's just like that. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the one that I count. Like, yeah. Just, like, chill, you yeah. know? Like, where it's, like, it, I guess it's just a different means of travel, you know? Like... Maybe you're taking a bike, but I'm taking a bus. You know, I'm carrying a lot more with me than you, you know, and we're going maybe to two different destinations or yeah. we just have two different yeah, outcomes yeah, of what your we want. Destination is like to have a life of like, you know, living on. Creation. Yeah. Um, and mine is just like, you know, the circle that I have around me. Yeah. Like just like, you know, I don't know. It's just like random videos and stuff. Sometimes I'll post like random pictures. Like, you know, yeah, I think that's like a cool. Picture. Yeah. You just have like, a, like all the you know, memories. Like to see that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, the memory yeah. is like my memories. On Snapchat, it's just completely full because, like, I love to, like, like I was just taking a, a video of this room before because I think it'll be cool. Like, maybe in, like, two years, like, hey, maybe I was. I was like, the first guest on that like, podcast. Yeah, I was the first yeah. guest on that podcast. You were. And that's really cool. Yeah. It's, just, it's like history. Like, I mean, it's yeah. just something to look back on. I see a lot of people nowadays, like, post, like, something from, like, one year ago of your memories, yeah. two years ago of your memories, like, graduation stuff, yeah. Yeah, you like know? Yeah, that was just popping up on mine. Yeah, just, like, like, a lot graduation, of graduation stuff yeah. this year. Um, like I, the one thing is I move so op so differently because mine is very active and live. Yeah. It's like a day to day thing. Yeah. Whereas yours maybe be like a weekly thing to a yearly thing, you know, like you're, you're looking stuff like my, like my Snapchat stuff, my, my, I, I don't look at my memories on my Snapchat. That's crazy. I don't care about them. The only reason that they're there is just so I continue having them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, and, yeah that's yeah. kind of crazy. Like, you yeah. don't really look at it. You're no, I like on the present. Yeah. I, I don't want to say like. Okay, to put this out there, I'm not really like focused on the yeah, past. Sure. It's like I think it's funny. Like sometimes, I'll sure, yeah, like, yeah, that is funny. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like some funny thing. Like me and my friend, like we always have boys' night. Try, yeah. we try and do every Monday. We did in high school, but we've kind of got a little bit more infrequent now since yeah. people college jobs. Yep. Um, but every Monday we would go to boys' night, and you know, like there was just some funny stuff that we had. You know, like and mind you, I I the surprising thing is I didn't post a lot back then. Like high school, like like junior senior year, I didn't post at all. Like, even on my Instagram from 2019 to 2020, I think I have, like, three posts. Like, out of those two years, like, three posts that are, like, from that. And I think one of them is, like, something that I even had before that. 
Like I just didn't post. Now I'm starting to get a little bit more active because I can actually be engaged in that. And it's, it's a weird dynamic, you know, because like for you, 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 you kind of see something that's really funny, something that you, you like to look back at. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Mine's just so present and mine's just so active in yeah. my day to day. Like I just don't look back at them at all. Yeah. And it's kind of weird to like talk about it, like talk about like how you are because you know, people like might come to the conclusion like, oh, I think they think I'm too cool. Because I don't post. It's just oh, like, sure. it's just no. what it is. You, you think, like, maybe someone would think that, like, you think people care, like, a ton about your life and stuff like that. But it's just how you move. Yeah. Like, you're, like, putting yeah. out because you think that, like, people. I, I've heard some stuff like that where it's, like, why does he post so much? Like, why does he, like, post every day? Like, dude, like, does he think that people, like, like care, care about? Like, like no, I, I really just, don't. It's just how you move. And yeah. You know, that's why I respect you because I feel like seeing your constant, like, sometimes, like, if I'm just... Uh, like going through my stories, like sometimes yeah. I'll skip your story. Yeah, it's just like okay. Heck, if like, I care, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. And so like that's the thing. Yeah, like, you don't care about that. Yeah, like it doesn't really matter to you. And so like sometimes like I'll watch your your yeah your whole video. If there's a vlog um, that's just like entertaining, yeah. it gives you something to watch. It's yeah. just like a television, exactly. but a one minute yeah, television exactly. episode. Yeah. That's basically it, you know. And and for anybody who it says that. That's not how I move. Like, yeah. I don't move, like, being like, oh, my gosh, like, I need the attention. I need, like, come my way. Like, I do this every day, blah, blah, blah. Like, exactly. that's not me no, yeah, at I heard, all. I heard someone say that, and I was like, I, I kind of, like, defended you. I was like, what do you mean? It's like, he's just putting it out there. I think yeah. you got the wrong impression. Yeah. And it's like, some people, like, I don't know, people yeah. have, like, um, stuff going on with them. They're quick to criticize. Them. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I agree with that to a point. Like, I don't know if like everyone who criticizes has a problem. You know, like it's not like one size fits all. Yeah. You know, and I'm not saying that you're that you said that, but I just want to clarify, um, at least my side when I when I say like like I don't really always assume that somebody has a problem. You know, if they criticize, you know, like I criticize people all the time. Um, maybe not in like a negative way. Yeah, but I feel um, like there's like a difference. And yeah, there definitely getting, is a difference. Kind of getting like. Um, muffled muffled yeah, yeah. Be- yeah the difference between it where yeah like the, the, you know uh what's it called the what's it called when it's like um thoughtful review what's it called Criti- uh constructive criticism constructive cri- yeah I, how could i not think about that i've been yeah. i was in like high, not high level english but like we learned a lot yeah about yeah that. i don't know yeah. how to remember that yeah so well just <laughs> just saying that like hey i agree with what you're saying and then kind of yeah. elaborating on what your side is and that's yeah. basically it you know like everyone's gonna have an opinion yeah. no matter how valuable that opinion is um and for me like when people say stuff like that like i don't get down about that i think like you said they have like maybe the wrong impression you know um and, and when I post like my daily vlogs, like that's just like me vlogging my life. Like I wanted to do something for a hundred days straight. Yeah. You know, I always take Sundays off um, just because that's like my family day. That's when I can relax and, and actually take a break and recuperate yeah. for this next week. And so like maybe it's not a hundred days straight, but for those days that I am, I'm always there. Yeah. I'm always doing it, you know, and maybe vlogs, some vlogs are more exciting than others, yeah. you know, but like. That's just my life, you know? Some days are going to be more exciting than others. And, like, you're going to have bad days. You're going to have good days, you know? Like, for me, like, not every day is a good day. Even though out of, like, I think I've only had one bad day out of this, like, 75 that I've done so far. Like, only one bad day. Like, I have been living on, like, cloud nine. Like, it's, like, dude, this is just my life, you know? Like, this is just something that I really enjoy doing. And I just like posting stuff for maybe maybe it hits a new audience. Maybe yeah, it hits like, exactly. you know, and maybe you look back at that and somebody looked back to that like, wow, he did 100 days straight of vlogging, you know, of, of TikTok, you know. And it was just for me to be more consistent and keep myself accountable of what I'm doing because I think a lot of the times, especially growing up throughout my content, um, like 
I don't know why it always happened during November, but I never post. I just would never. I'd post like maybe four or five times in October okay. and then never in, a, in November. Like, I don't know why. It just always happened. And maybe it was just because of my, my, um, uh, just like consistency, you know, like, and I, I, you know, it would be good to practice what you preach. And so like, you know, consistency, scheduling and communication, the, the CCS or however you want to put that. Um, Community Spokane? yeah, yes. communicology is Spokane. It's easy to remember it that way. When I say it in my head, I'm like, oh, CCS. Yeah. Consistent communication and scheduling. I mean, that's basically it. And it's just me being accountable for myself, you know, and it is, it, everyone has a, an opinion on those things. You know, it, it's very different between everybody. You know, and, and I appreciate you obviously just kind of speaking up about it because I think you have a different impression of what other people do, you know, um, like you, it, it relates back to the boxing, you know, everyone, everyone knows different things about boxing, you know, yeah. and everyone is like, every, I don't think anybody's at like, like the same level of like yeah, understanding. Yeah. And, and has the same impression, you know, like it's not like, well, it's like a test. Like not everyone's going to miss and make the same problems all the time mm-hmm. out of 20, 25 people. You may get a few that are very close. Cause they know the stuff, you know, but I'm just relating that more to like real life stuff. Nobody's going to have that same thing. Oh, we align on that. We align on that. We align on that. We disagree on that. You know, um, like I prefer Converse over, a, a, you know, something else or vans, you know, but like people have different preferences. Like I come into the, in, into the, uh, I wear the same shirt every day. Like maybe not the same exact shirt. <laughs> Your eyes lit up. I wear these like gray shirts that I get from Michael's. Like three twenty five, okay, yeah, yeah. like they're basically these shirts, but without the the nation okay. or stuff. Um, I basically wear like those gray shirts like every day. Okay. It's just what I do. It just saves a lot of time, yeah. you know. And so it's just the way that I move. On, yeah. yeah, and maybe somebody looks at like you move. Yeah, yeah. I, I move differently. Like I like yeah. to have like maybe like a different variety of shirts. I do. Yeah. Have, I do have just a bunch of like um, tank tops, jeans, white tees. Oh, yeah, and like a yeah. few just like tank tops. Yeah, like the white tank tops. Um, yeah, that's just like how you move. So yeah. For sure. John, I want to, I have a couple photos, uh, that I pulled from, um, an undisclosed location. Um, I just kind of want you to explain a few of these. Is this like, uh, hot ones? Kind of, kind of. It's kind of that. Um, here's the first photo. I want you to describe, Dude, uh, like the setting, setting and location, um, and the hair cut. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so um, how old were you in that photo? Um, this has got to be eighth grade. Yeah, it, that you would be correct. Yeah, that's my friend Tommy. Shout out Tommy. Yeah. Um, yeah, this was at the Sun Dome. Sun Dome in Tacoma, or it was, that's in Yakima. Yakima. That's in Yakima. Yeah. That's in Yakima. For the Sun Dome shootout, I'm pretty sure. I think yeah. For Sun basketball. Yeah. Okay. For basketball, it's just yeah. like a run around tournament. Yeah. It's not really a tournament, but it's just like you have two games. Okay. In two days. Okay, um, gotcha. Just like over the winter break, it's like after Christmas. Okay, and nice. So I was just there supporting my team. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. The, so the hairstyle, like I've had a ton of hairstyles. You have. Life. I was, yeah. Um, like that one, like I actually like dreaded my hair. So it wasn't like dreaded. It was like, I don't but it's know, like I clumped. It. It's clumped together a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, yeah. It's like people yeah. are like, how can you dread your hair? It's like I don't know. I just I just did. It. Yeah. I just kind of like like matted it and I oh, twisted yeah. it. Oh yeah, yeah. And I also use like a like a curl sponge. It kind of like oh yeah yeah yeah. Yep. And that um. Yeah, I had that for like some time. I've had like the mohawk. I got the mohawk because it's like it's something different, bro. I've had like the same haircut for like quite a while. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've had just like the regular like kind of drop fade. Yeah. My back isn't his back is shaved. I've had like the dreads. I've had terrible haircuts actually. Like you can sweat the next one. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. That one's not a bad one. I feel like your yeah. hair's just overgrown. Yeah, that was. Uh, I've seen your photo. Senior photo, yeah. Uh, this was at Stadium High School in Tacoma, Washington. Oh, nice. Um, 
Uh, yeah, like, I was gonna say I don't know any tracks that look like that in in, in Yakima yeah, or Sila. Right. Yeah, that so. is nothing like the yeah. other one. So that's a good it's good hair though. You could definitely tell you're a lot older. Yeah, that's so this for sure. Was, you know, summer for senior year. Yeah. I was yeah. seventeen. Yeah. Seventeen going on eighteen. 17, maybe eighteen already. 18. I yeah. Think, I think I was seventeen because I had September birthday. Oh, gotcha. Um yeah. So yeah, just posing on the track. My friend yeah. Malachi, his dad's a photographer, so we went up to Tacoma. Okay. Oh sure. Um and my other friend Laron, who we took pictures yep. with. Um, yep. He's also a track guy too. Yeah, he yeah. used to run track. Yeah. Um, he's just doing his own thing now. Sure. Uh, and so we went up there to see Laurent's grandparents, stay oh, with nice. them, and then we went down to Tacoma to take senior pictures. And so Dope for both of you guys. Pictures, yeah. Nice. And then you could. There's one more if you want to swipe to it. Yeah, I want to address the hairstyle. Oh like, yes, like that, yes. Like that's like that's the haircut that I went to state with for junior year track season. Okay. I had that haircut. And then yeah, because this is in the summer, so it'd be yeah just, right after. I just usually grow out my hair during yeah. the summer. Sure. Um, you gonna grow this one out? Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna grow this one out. Well, just like over summer. Oh, I so I work for the Pippins like baseball team, so I, I wear okay. a hat all summer. Oh, sure. And so that was one of the things like why I got the mohawk was just yeah. Um, if I like if I get a nice haircut, I'm yeah. just gonna be covering up yeah. a hat. Like, Might as know. well just get something that fits. I was just fits like get something that like sticks out the back yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Um, I'm not really going some for Chuck the Liddell. I'm not yeah. really going no. for the, the mullet. No, I definitely uh, saw more mohawk when I when I saw yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. This one, I don't know. My barber like he gave me. I don't know. He just like. He wouldn't make it so like it kind of like swoops in the front. Yeah, it was more like a, a straight yeah. across. Yeah, yeah. The Edgar haircut for quite a while. Yeah, you definitely so had this is just the outgrown Edgar haircut. Sure. But yeah. Senior yeah. Pictures. Yeah. That was a really fun trip before coronavirus. Yeah, it was good. Oh, this yeah. one you're on the far left. Yeah. This one. This is homecoming or prom. This is homecoming. Uh, okay. Yeah, my forehead's pretty big, so shout out my parents for that. Yeah, there was a few other photos that I had with that ha- same one, but it didn't look as good. Yeah. This one, this one's definitely the worst of the bunch of those ones. So yeah, you had sorry about that. that one, <laughs> I apologize. Yeah. It's all yeah. Good. yeah. So I had like you had that. You had the split hair. You had the yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like something different. I forget. Yeah, that it's a little bit more arky. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It has some arc to it. Uh, at the beginning, it looked a lot better, but the more I grew okay. out, the worse it looked. Ah, uh, sure. Um, and then like I don't have that. I have a pretty large forehead, so having that is just kind of like yeah. you don't have that. Well, yeah. Out, yeah. Like, I don't know. Maybe this is the angle. I want to say it's the angle, but I always say that I have a big forehead. No, I always say, I always say it. Okay. Trust me. I got a big forehead. <laughs> I've seen bigger, so yeah. I'm, it's just kind of like. You want to show us your forehead for the camera? I mean, I guess, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Um, I mean, it's, it's just something. Yeah. I don't know. That, that haircut was just kind of like. I didn't know my forehead was big, so it's just kind of like... This was the most yeah. unique one that I saw, like, very different from the rest, because you usually kind of have that swoopy hair, or at yeah. least it, like, comes down to the front, and it goes, or it just all one side. Like, this was the different one, because yeah. it actually split. What, what happened was, so, like I said, I work for the Pippins yeah. baseball team, so I wear a hat all the time, so the longer my hair got, I just push it back, and then oh. put the... Because if yeah. I... Because if I, it, like, it was, like, yeah. down here, yeah. sort of, and so I put the hat on and just, like, come down, so I had to put it back, yeah. and then, like... Uh, the more it grew, like when I put it back, yeah. it started to split. In the yeah, and yeah. So, like, I just tried to like just grow it and grow it. Yeah, and that's because that's what I did with when, like when it happens in my hair when it gets a little bit longer, it just yeah. like looks better just to split it yeah. and then because yeah, if I just have it all one side, it looks like it's really long and I look emo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that one, yeah, that's the last photo of the bunch. So yeah, yeah. I figured I would talk about the hairstyles because when I was. Um, looking up stuff about you, I, I noticed that you had like eight different hairstyles throughout like the past like four Perfect, years. Yeah. So I figured I, I wanted to talk about it because it's something more unique to you, you know, and, and I don't know if there, there's any rhyme or reason behind that. You know, it's just kind it's of, it just happens. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, 
Yeah. You don't really see a lot of people like walking around with like a, this kind of mohawk. mohawk. It's no. Like, um, it's like I kind of want to like test myself a little bit. Sure. Um, because like I mean, these are the years where you're like finding yourself. So like, yeah. Why not like switch it up? Why not get a buzz cut? Why not go like yeah. crazy mohawk? Yeah. Because it's like. You know, Might as well. It's just hair. It'll grow like, back exactly. most of the time. Yeah. I mean, Unless you I get like 26, you know, 30, and you're starting yeah. to recede, and it's like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my grandparents, or one of my grandparents has uh, He's full bald. head of hair. Oh, full so, head of hair? Oh, nice. It's on my mom's side. Gotcha. Um, hopefully, hopefully it passes on. But then on my dad's side, I don't know my grandparents, so. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, because my my dad has a full head of hair. Not even a single gray hair. Yeah. And he's like 50. Okay. And then my, and then my yeah, which is really good. And then my, then my grandpa dad of my father uh he's still got hair but okay. it, i mean it is white but it's also still got some color so yeah. um Looking yeah the the, good, the, yeah. the the future is bright to say the, the least hair, yeah. so yeah and i've and i've also ran through a bit of different haircuts like I, I i had short hair but it was always like long or short it was like the same short and the same long really? like this is the longest i've grown it out maybe maybe we got to cut my hair at the end of the summer who knows that'd be yeah, yeah, it'd be crazy. I've been thinking be about crazy. getting a buzz cut, but yeah. it's like my head shape's kind of messed up. Like, it kind of yeah, like yeah, it kind so. of widens out just a bit, yeah, at least yeah. from what I'm looking at. Yeah, yeah. mine's kind of weird because it like it, it's weirder in the back. It's really weird, and and kind of on the on the top, it's just a little bit weirder. I don't. It's weird because I've I, I think I, the only time I had a buzz cut, buzz cut. This is a quick story. I got a hold of the scissors. Oh. Decided in kindergarten, I was gonna give myself a haircut. Right. Give myself a little little trim, a little snip. I think we all do that, man. We're going yeah. Done it. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm not a certified barber. I just went straight down the middle. I recall it doing the sides, and I had a slim mohawk in the middle. But that's not what my parents said, and there's no photos to back it. So I'm still saying that it's on the side, but for my parents' sake who are listening to this, I cut straight down the middle. So there's like kind of like a big gap right in the middle here. And it in elementary school, this is one of the dumbest rules in elementary school can't wear hats. I don't know if your elementary school ever had that. You couldn't wear hats for the I longest think, time. I think we wear hats. I, oh, I, I, I can understand like it. Recess. Yeah. I can, has a recess, but yeah. not in class. Yeah, I can understand it, you know, kind of. It's just a gr- distraction. Yeah, like yeah. Ma- kid, maybe like it's, it's just trying to. It's another distraction that yeah, you take te- off, throw around, just like yeah. whatever. So yeah, sure. Like, I understand it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. So regardless, there was a no hat rule, right? So I'm in kindergarten. Okay. I just cut my hair. My parents buzz cut it, you know, like skin, you know, like very, like the very prickly, very prickly. Yeah. The very prickly. I'm glad that it grew back. Um, but like, I was like, Mrs. Baskey, I need to wear a hat. And I wore the hat for like two weeks. Like it was a teenage mutant Ninja Turtle hat. It was a little hat that I had as a kid. And I, and I always wore, I don't remember much about it. Like, you know, being like, Oh, I used to mess around with it a whole bunch. But I just remember there was a time when I cut my hair when I was young my parents shaved it, and then I had to wear a hat to cover it up because, like, you know, we're in kindergarten, yeah. kind of self-conscious. Who knows? I don't even know if you know what the word self-conscious is in kindergarten or what, yeah. it, what it's I like mean, to I feel mean, it. Yeah, I feel like you feel it, yeah, because yeah. Like kindergarten is trying to fit in. Also, like when yeah. You're like younger, like, yeah. Well, I mean, maybe not in kindergarten. Kindergarten, yeah. I don't remember it. But yeah. Like, I can remember a lot of things that happen in kindergarten. But, like, in elementary school, like, that's the time yeah. where you're trying to fit in. Yeah. Yeah, just trying to find your groove, but... Yeah, I don't even think. School, though, it's like, yeah, I don't know if yeah. I was trying to fit it in. No, I was just there. Yeah, I was playing like football every recess. Mm. You know, play tag, yep. have like your crush, and then everyone would be like, "Ooh, you like who?" And you date. It's weird. It's a weird dynamic in in, in elementary school, at least at our elementary I don't really school. Remember it, yeah, so. I mean, I yeah. remember like little like 
snippets. I don't know, maybe good maybe memories. Like traumatizing oh, something. yeah, traumatized memories. Yeah, good yeah. and bad memories. Yeah. That's where, like, there was, like, I don't know, I had a heavy response to it. So. Yeah, yeah. I remember one time, this is another quick story. I was in, we had we had show and tell. This was one of the things that I really loved during show and tell in first grade, Mrs. Hogan's class. We, we had show and tell, and I remember I, we did it by last name. So Ashlyn Harrison went before me. Shout out Ashlyn Harrison. Ashlyn Harrison went before me. And then, like, the next week, it was my turn. I remember Ashlyn was giving her, like, show and tell. And I'm in the back of the class. Like, we sat down at, like, the little carpet. And I'm, like, near the back. And, and it wasn't, like, because, like, I was shy or anything. Like, don't make anything out of it. It was just, I just sat there. And I remember, like, I just ripped the fattest fart, dude. It was just, like, it wasn't, like, juicy fat, but it was, like, loud. It had a lot of amplification. And I just remember, th- this is the thing that always surprised me to, to, to this day, that nobody reacted to it. Like, Wait, when was this? This is in, ki- this is in first grade. Era? This is in first grade. First grade. So, like, imagine, like, a loud noise. Like, any loud noise. You know, like, we can hear the ATV that, that came by. We kind of react to it. We kind of acknowledge it. Not a single acknowledgement for my loud fart. Like, not one. <laughs> okay. It was the weirdest thing. Were you expecting acknowledgement or what? Well, like you would, like I didn't do it on purpose. Like this was completely on accident. So it's like you would assume that like it's the most embarrassing thing in your life. Like imagine like you're on a Zoom class. This happened to me as well, where you unmute your mic, but you don't know that it's unmuted, and you start like singing. You did that. I did that. Okay. Yeah, but it's like it seems so embarrassing. You know, it's like oh my gosh, like I can't believe that happened to me. You know, had something happen. Like I was on a Zoom call. Okay. It was like the first time. It was like a. like a little get together, like group kind of thing that yeah. was online, and um, I was res- I was resetting my computer, so I was on my laptop, and I was resetting my computer, and my computer reset. Okay. And the YouTube video that I was playing before, like turned on. Oh. And it was just like, oh, I know what you're talking about because yeah. it's yeah. And it yeah. just like it booted back on, and all I hear, like I think I was the one talking. I was introducing myself. I, I, of course, it was when I had my mute. Yeah, like my, the one time you had it off. Yeah. And yeah, I was like introducing myself. And I just like hearing the background, it's just like tough, blasted music, tough. And I don't know, I wasn't even thinking. I like I muted sound for some reason. I didn't mute my mic. I muted my sound. I don't yeah. know. I wasn't even yeah. thinking. It was just yeah. like old panic mode. You're yeah, just like mode. yeah. So I like muted my sound and then went to turn down the knob. Yeah. And by then it was yeah. just kind of like it, uh, it, the damage was done. Was the like, damage was done. Don't like apparently carve a spill milk just kind of happened. Yeah, dude. I've uh, yeah on. yeah. It's not about like it's a good memory. Who knows if anyone's gonna remember to remember it? Yeah, I'm yeah. sure people will. But yeah, like, it's just like, no. it's oh, like fa- a first, in- yeah. uh, first impression. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm big on is first impressions. Like I remember when there's a video of me and you when I w- I vlogged the very first day of practice. Right. Um, we're in that big giant circle. We all got our our, our protection on, you know, because we're. Everyone's scared, you know. We don't want to get our season canceled before it began. Just uh, this is the very first day. What protection you're talking about, please? Masks, God. Um, so yeah, we had that. Um, and I remember when you were talking about you're a big computer guy. Like you like, do you like building computers? This was our first conversation together. I remember walking to the apartments. Well, I didn't walk to the apartments. We made it to my car, and then we stopped talking. Yeah, I built my own computer in eighth grade. Oh, nice! It's like so the big video YouTube, game phase. The YouTube. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like, I had like a, a laptop, and then I was okay. like, I need my own computer. Yeah. So I, I like put together like three hundred bucks. Wow. Um, waiting for Black Friday. Black Friday. Friday. And Black Friday. Yeah, and just like 
ordered all the parts individually. Well, sure. I, I went on to like a YouTube video and saw the, what the guy did. Yeah. And then like I kind of like budgeted it myself. Sure. Like I dropped it down a little bit. Yeah. And then, and then so I just ordered the parts and I just like watched the YouTube video. Yeah. And he put it together and yeah. I just followed what he did. Yeah. And I found fun in that. Have um, you have you built any more since? Um. Well, so like it was a three hundred dollar computer. Yeah. And obviously, like I've gotten a little bit more money. Yeah. Since eighth yeah. grade, and so I've just put in more parts into it. Sure. Out parts, sold them. Um, put in like other ones, got new yeah. like, screens, stuff like that. And so yeah. it's just been upgrades yeah. over the year. So, I mean, like I had, like the computer that I had sure. is completely different from what I had. Yeah. Oh, now. gotcha. Gotcha. But it built up from tier one. Now it's like, yeah. you know, it's, it's obviously so, like, I had like the case and then I got better parts and then I got a better case. So I put those better parts. Oh, in gotcha. Case. So it's like completely different. Better from graphics card. But yeah. They've all been like connected. Gotcha. So, There's been, yep. yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Oh, and I forgot to mention for anybody still watching and still listening to the hour hour plus podcast of this. Hopefully you are. Shout out to anybody who is. Um, very first podcast with John Watkins. This uh, for those that don't know, John is one of the people that contributed to me door dashing. I remember you you brought me to my car after a big lifting day, uh, and you had your DoorDash bag, and I was still on the fence of like door dashing and still trying to get it in. So this is a big shout out to John because I would not be able to actually have this podcast without John. Really? Because all my money's from DoorDash. So I remember I remember saying it was Grubhub and you're like, no, it's DoorDash. And I'm like, oh you DoorDash. And I was and I was talking to somebody who had DoorDash and I was like, oh, it'd be a good idea. You know, and I and I was Great looking idea. up Yeah, like November. I was like looking up ways to like October. I was looking up ways to like make money. Like I was like I am like looking up like side hustle stuff. I'm like DoorDash. I'm like delivery driving. I'm like okay, you know I tried Grub, tried um, Uber Eats. Like they just were still full. And DoorDash, luckily, luckily we just closed back down, or we're going to um, in November. And so luckily, like I got in, and I've been doing it ever since. Still do it. Yep. You've been doing a lot more. Um, I've been doing it since September. Yeah. Not every day, but like yeah, weekends when I have the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still do mine Wednesday to Sunday. Um, every Friday, five to seven. Um, sometimes I go a little bit over depending on if there's like a good order. Yeah. It's like $15 or $10. I might take it, you know, no matter how long it makes just an extra 10, just a little bit more time. Um, so yeah, John, you are somebody who has contributed to actually a lot of this podcast in a very indirect way. Sweet. Yeah. And I'm glad that I can have you on. Yeah. Um, so Great. yeah, big shout out to you and, and the other person who we no longer speak, um, which is unfortunate, but um, John, I got one final question for you before we wrap up. Who is John Watkins? Uh, man, it's kind of hard to put into words, man, because I never really think about it. I just kind of just live. But uh, John Watkins is um, God-loving, um, hard-working, um, caring person who loves track, cliff jumping, building computers, um, spending time with friends and family. Uh, yeah, that's, that's who John Watkins, John Watkins is. is yeah. Nice. I, mean, I had more time to think about it. Sure. Yeah, that's just what I figured I'd put you on the spot. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll make this a tradition. Yeah. yeah. For your podcast. Yeah. Who is blank? Yeah. Just hit him, hit him with hit it. Hit him with I, it. I mean, I, if they watch the podcast before, they'll see that they, you asked that at the yeah. end. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they'll be so prepared. Kinda, maybe I won't yeah. ask it. Maybe I'll put it in the middle. Yeah. yeah maybe. Yeah. 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 yeah you should Who knows? I'll surprise him. Maybe the very first thing I say. John, welcome yeah. to the podcast. Who is John Watkins? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even need the intro. I just have him come on and yeah, they explain it for me. On. That's cool. Well, John, I appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much for being our first guest. Um, 
remember to buy the new merch that just dropped. Um, June 12th is when we're recording this. And they just dropped shop.spreadshirt.com forward slash nation. Or I'm holding up the um, things right now. So hopefully, hopefully um, we'll be able to get it on. I imagine we went to audio because I see that the thing is not working, but that's okay. We'll make sure to get that working. Um, but beyond that, thank you so much, John, for coming on. I appreciate you. No problem, bro. Um, pleasure having you. I mean, I sound like a bunch of podcasts watching yeah. a few of them. It's like, you know, I want to yeah. do it. I wanna... Ton of fun, dude. Yeah, it's it fun. fun. Yeah. Anyways, remember to hit that subscribe button. We'll see you later. Peace. Peace.